I'm Kate Daniels. Oh, the magical December season is close upon us. The crisp weather, possibly the crunch of snow on the ground, and, of course, all the lights to really add sparkle. Cougar Mountain Zoo provides that, plus much more, with Santa and the reindeer, the elves, and lots of learning just by being there. A great side benefit. To get the specifics, we have Kyla Kane, the education curator, here with us. And just consider, if you're wanting to create a special time or give a special gift, think about membership at Cougar Mountain Zoo. Kyla Kane, good morning. Thank you so greatly for being with us today. Good morning, Kate. Thank you so much for having me. I am thrilled because this is really a time to get ready to enjoy the entire month of December. Just think about all the the parties, think about all the festivals, and just think of the, the joy that goes on. And I think Cougar Mountain Zoo just does, captures all that and does it up in style with the Issaquah Reindeer Festival. Well, thank you so much for that. Yeah, it's definitely something that we get excited for each year. We've already started preparations to make sure, you know, it's the most magical time of the year for anybody who comes to visit us through December. So thank you so much for saying that. Uh, We really enjoy it as well. So saying that, how many years have you been able to partake, Kyla? This will be my sixth reindeer season, I think. Wow. So you've had quite a a ride with it because six years, that's pre-COVID too. So uh, have you seen changes over time with that? Yeah, definitely. You know, after the pandemic, we did quite a few different changes, um, some that have stuck around and some that we're starting to move away from, which is exciting. Uh, But definitely, you know, having Santa here and where he's been at, that's changed. Our interactions with getting guests onto the reindeer hill have been a little bit different the past couple of years, but we're hoping to open that up even a little bit more and make that uh, particular excursion even more enjoyable. Well, it is something, the Reindeer Festival, I've heard how people have said it's a tradition. They go year after year and there's just certain things they want to do, but other people perhaps have not gone yet. And some are new to the area, so they haven't heard about it, but I'm sure they would want to make it uh, an annual event as well. So Right now, um, you know, as we're looking toward the festival beginning, um, Santa has his workshop that happens right there at Cougar Mountain, right? Yeah, Santa's house is right here at Cougar Mountain Zoo, as well as his sleigh, as we're getting it all ready for the big day. And I... uh, of course, the reindeer have to have a place to stay, and uh, they're right there around the workshop. Oh, yeah. They live right under Santa's house so that he's got eyes on them and is nearby as they get closer, making sure everybody on the team is ready to go, including little Rudolph. (laughs) That is so amazing. And the thing about having these reindeer, they're Siberian reindeer, is that right? That's correct. Siberian reindeer. And... from what I understand, this is a huge herd. It was something that uh, Cougar Mountain Zoo is really known for being home to a very special herd. Yeah, we have a herd of 16, which is one of the largest out of zoos in North America. So isn't that interesting that 16 is considered so large? But is that because we want them to be able to be out 
just roaming free? Yeah, we want to make sure everyone's getting their space. They are heard, though, so more often than not, you'll find them palling up together. You know, each reindeer really has their own unique individual personality. So you'll see little cliques, you know, friendships and some small groups and things like that. Um, So I can't say, you know, why they're not so large at other zoos, uh, but we've been fortunate enough with the space that we've had here and with the individuals that we've had born here and come here that they like to be in such sizable groups. And, and that is one of the things about this is that they are in a natural setting, as is the case for all the other uh, wonderful critters at Cougar Mountain Zoo, that they live in a natural habitat. Yeah, we've done our best with that habitat to reflect how it would be out in their natural environment. And this is important for a number of reasons, not just aesthetically for them and the way they interact with their environment, but also for the health because their bodies are built to live in those spaces. So we have, you know, different things around their exhibits that allow them to participate with their exhibit in the ways they would naturally participate with their environment in the wild. So this can be with the trees we have planted in there. You know, reindeer in the wild will use those to get slough the velvet off of their antlers once they're ready to go into rut, uh, their mating season. They will interact with the ground, make sure that their hooves are nice and healthy as they're roaming around and foraging. A lot of people notice, too, that there's not a lot of green grass growing in there. And that's because if you look, the only spaces we have greens are where that they can't eat it because out in the wild that they'll, they'll eat those greens, uh, grasses, leaves, and things like that. So where they can't get to it, that's where the green grows. But we make sure that we add extra supplements, you know, with browse and different things like that so that they're able to forage throughout their environment in addition to getting their the feast that the zoo provides. Oh, amazing. And what is a special feast for a reindeer? Yeah, so they get a specially formulated habitat that best reflects their natural diet. So this is at the zoo, it's in the form of their feed, mixtures of beet pulp and grains and things like that, but they naturally would digest. Mm. And then as the herd has kind of grown, of course, there are babies, right? Yes, yeah. We're lucky enough to have babies every couple of years or so. Uh, which is always a delight. Like I said earlier, people love to see the babies and learn about them. But we've had quite a few here. I can't count them off the top of my head, but I know since I've been here, we've had, I think, four or five babies. That's amazing. So, of course, that contributes to this number of 16 reindeer. So, theoretically, over the years, it's just going to keep growing. Yeah, yeah. You know, we do have um, some of our friends that leave us as time goes on, but we do have the babies that come in and kind of fill that space for us as well. So the babies, of course, any kind of baby is just so wonderful, and we just love to have them and cuddling them. We don't necessarily cuddle a reindeer, though, right? No. So one thing we like to point out with guests and why we don't have people go in there and hand feed, but instead toss and interact with them in that way is because reindeer aren't very spatially aware of those antlers they have on top of their head. So, you know, if you catch their attention and they turn that head around, they might accidentally clonk you with a little antler. So that's one reason that we don't tend to cuddle with them just because they have those antlers on their heads, which are actually bones. So they're rather hard. Oh, yes. That... <laughs> They wouldn't want to be hurting us, but inadvertently, (laughs) yeah, that could happen. Yeah, exactly. Right. So I'm sure the 
the babies, because of stature, though, even if they're on the other side of the fence, are are really quite an attraction and delightful for younger visitors. Oh, definitely. Um, We always make sure to, since we have our elves that work on the reindeer hill, they'll go and see the children interacting and they'll point out, you know, that one's Rudolph over there. Oh, that's Rusko. He's a year old and make sure that they get that fun interaction. And while they can't physically reach in and pet or anything, the reindeer, even the babies come right up close. So they still get that close interaction. That's so special. Oh, I and I bet that the reindeer have that feeling. The animals have a connection, especially with younger children. There's just what kind of an openness and an honesty that they they like to look eye to eye to each other. Oh, definitely. There's a curiosity. And, you know, I like to make the joke that we're the apples of their eye because we also feed them those apples that they love so much. (laughs) But. But we as visitors don't do any feeding. That's left to uh, all the zoo personnel, correct? Oh, we we do have our treat feeding. So our reindeer habitat is a treat feeding habitat. So guests are welcome to take apples over to the the reindeer habitat and feed the animals. They just can't feed them by hand like, say, they can with our alpaca or mule deer. But they can still toss them right there, and the reindeer will be within about three feet of them. Oh, (laughs) What what a delight. What fun. And this has to be just part of the magic of the whole season of being out there in that crispy air and seeing Santa, seeing the sleigh, and then the reindeer. I mean, to see them not just as a picture, but right there interacting. Like, true magic, right? Oh, yeah. You know, I've had quite a few guests come over to me throughout the years telling me that they didn't even know reindeer really existed. And then, you know, they were able to come into the zoo and find out that they're right there. These animals that have been with them throughout their childhood as a thought of fiction are really real and right here in front of them to be ambassadors for their species. Oh, isn't that amazing to to have that kind of education to see that imagination wasn't just imagination, it's reality. Yeah, yeah. And that's something while even though, you know, we're experiencing the magic of the holidays at the zoo and we have everything really fun and joyous, we also make sure that we're educating the visitors about the animals that we have here and the different roles that they play in their environment and ecosystem and around the world so that we can also promote conservation and animal awareness while we're having all this holiday fun. And that needs to be underscored. We know now more than ever, I think, how critical it is that we understand our interaction with our environment, what we as humans have done, what we need to do. And that really is such a critical mission of Cougar Mountain Zoo, isn't it? Yeah, our mission is conservation through education. So 365 days a year, we're here representing our animal ambassadors, educating visitors about them so that we can all go out and be better global citizens and make sure we're thoughtful about the interactions we have with our environment and the choices we make because they do affect more than us in the end. So we want to make sure that people are thinking about that, and, you know, come away from a visit here with an emphasis on wanting to go out and make sure that they're thinking about the animals around the world as well as, you know, the rest of the people around the world and make sure we're all doing our part. Absolutely. And learning young, I mean, we need to be learning at all ages of our life, but learning young and uh, 
getting that ingrained really is such an important part of the educational piece, I think, so that it just continues to grow and, and you know, have deeper roots for, for our kids, for our future. Oh, yeah, I totally agree with that. And that is an emphasis with our educational program, too, is, you know, we do a lot of field trips and guided group tours go out to schools to talk with kiddos about all the different animals that not just that we have here represented at the zoo, but, you know, around the world and just the different aspects of how they uh, interact with their environment. Right. So a really good thing to think about, kind of tying in the fact that this is the holiday season and we're thinking about gifts, tying in the educational component. And of course, then there's the seasons of the year. We don't we need to be at the zoo, not just during December. It's open 12 months of the year. So a membership, a zoo membership would be a great gift, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah. We do have quite a few people come through and purchase memberships for their loved ones or for themselves. And that's really the best way to come and visit the zoo because then you can really come and visit whenever you want. And it's a lot of fun. We call it, you know, it's the most economical way to visit a zoo. Right. And in the meantime, it supports the zoo. And it's just one of those gifts that, you know, we talk about a gift that keeps on giving, but that's what this would be is that, you know, it could be a monthly activity. It might be more often than that, which would be great and would mean that we just keep coming back for all the important festivals that go on throughout the year, along with, of course, this reindeer festival. Exactly. We do have a lot of pro- different programs that go on, different events throughout the year as well. Uh, the Esquire Reindeer Festival is definitely our biggest. You know, we run it for a whole month and it's so much fun. Uh, but we do have a lot of other fun things going on throughout the year. And it's always great to have, we, we absolutely love our members and it's great to have them come in and, you know, we get to interact with them. And we're a smaller zoo uh, with a smaller staff. But the really fun thing is when we recognize members and we get to interact with them um, to show our appreciation for them coming into the zoo to visit us and caring so much. And we like to have that reflected. Oh, what a, a beautiful experience. And again, incorporating this with our younger generation just uh, can't be underscored enough as to the incredible value that has the important value. Yeah, yeah. Getting to watch children's eyes light up as they learn about the different animals here, especially animals, you know, that aren't as big and flashy as maybe the tigers. Maybe it's a crane and a kid stops by one of our mini lectures and learns a little bit about Sirsa. And then they leave the zoo falling in love with the Sarah's crane, an animal they never thought that they'd, you know, really care about or know about. Um, but they got to hear her call and that made it really special for them. And now they're out, you know, thinking about different ways that they can be animal activists and uh, working with their environment and bettering uh, life for animals all around the world. Which, of course, we know we are all responsible for doing. Yeah, yeah, we all play our part, um, and it's really cool to watch as we all learn more and grow with our environment. Right. So... Just looking at the Reindeer Festival again for another moment, we've talked about seeing the reindeer and seeing Santa there. The sleigh, now that definitely is a big deal because of just the trek it takes around the world uh, come Christmas Eve. But it sits right there at Cougar Mountain Zoo right now. And uh, for the festival, families or individuals can get their photos taken there. 
Yeah, that is correct. We set it up on the stage and Santa hangs out in the sleigh while visitors come and take pictures with him throughout the day. It's really one of the biggest highlights of the festival and getting to watch kids and adults alike see Santa Claus up there in his sleigh with all the trees and presents around and getting to go and take pictures is really a lot of fun. Really, really cool. So this happens uh, almost every single day throughout December, but with the exception of the 24th and the 25th, because, of course, the zoo personnel need to have a little time off to enjoy those particular days. That is correct. Yeah, we are closed the 24th and 25th, but throughout December up until the 30th, we are open for Reindeer Festival. We also closed the 31st. That's right, on New Year's Eve. So the zoo is open with shorter days. So the zoo is open to the public at 1030 in the morning, right? That's correct. From December 1st to the 23rd, we're open from 10.30 to 4.30. And then when we reopen for the Issaquah Reindeer Festival Extension on the 26th to the 30th, we're open from 10.30 to 3.30. And of course, that extension means Santa's not there because Santa's obviously needing a rest. Yes, he's taking his much-earned cookie break and hanging out with Mrs. Claus while his elves and reindeer hang out for people to enjoy and keep that holiday magic going just a little bit longer. Yes, so so there's still time to have lots of fun. You just won't see the jolly big elf at, at that visit. That's correct, right. but you'll still get to see his house and his sleigh and his reindeer and all of that fun stuff. Right. So to go to the festival, there's, uh, you know, we can get tickets there, but isn't it better to actually take advantage of purchasing tickets online? Yeah, purchasing tickets online is a great way to make sure you have your reservation secured. It also lets us know, you know, like when people are coming throughout the day, and then it's just a little bit easier as well as far as, you know, purchasing tickets on grounds, but we definitely have that option available as well. So I like that. You know, I think most of us uh, might be leaning toward efficiency. So going online, being able to get the tickets right there, it's really simple. Let's mention that website, of course, to do that. Yeah, we're cougarmountainzoo.org, all spelled out, cougarmountainzoo.org. And there we'll see, boldly, the Reindeer Festival, and we can go to the calendar and make that ticket purchase. Yep, you're exactly right. We have a nice little pop-up that will guide you to the proper spot on our website so that you can make those ticket purchases, and everything will be outlined right there on that page for you. Along with, of course, if you want to make it a membership purchase, that could be done as well. Exactly, you are correct. Right. So keeping that in mind, because uh, whether that's a gift for us, our family, or a gift for an, another family to be able to take part in all this fun and education, uh, that's really just one of those gifts, you know, as we said, just keeps on giving. Yeah, for 12 months a year of the year. Yes, absolutely. What a great time that is. And and as we've talked about, just throughout the year, there's just so much going on. And you mentioned, Kyla, that you've been with the zoo now for six years. You've had at least six reindeer festivals. What led you to come to be and work at the Cougar Mountain Zoo? 
Yeah, um, when I moved up here, we actually were going through a snowstorm up here. Um, and I got the call that I was able to interview for a position here at Cougar Mountain Zoo. And we made our way up with the snow all around. is a pretty magical experience. Um, and luckily, I was able to get the job here, starting out as an educational assistant as well as a keeper aide. Uh, and I've just kind of moved through different positions here at the zoo. I like to joke around, you know, I've done just about everything you can here, worked with every animal. Um, so I really like to get to share that experience with visitors, you know, let them know the personal anecdotes and information about each animal that I've been lucky enough to work with. Well, that is an education that you can't get in school. But hands-on, going through all of that, you can really then make it come alive for any of us visiting. Yeah, and that's something we really like to focus on. You know, through, we also have our docents, um, whether it be staff or volunteers, who have gotten to work with the animals throughout the zoo, just to make sure that we can get that special experience for visitors, you know, those personal stories and things like that, so they can better know our animals. Yes, absolutely. And so... With the experience that you've had and you keep moving into different um, positions, you mentioned volunteers. How about that? If someone is intrigued by this or they come to the zoo and have this wonderful experience, what would they do to become a volunteer? Yeah, we have a portal on our website for a volunteer application uh, as well as internship applications that people can fill out and it will come to me and then I'm able to look at those applications and move through uh, interview processes and things like that. We absolutely love our volunteers here and I I would love to keep that program growing. So if anybody's interested, I definitely encourage you to reach out to a volunteer here at Cougar Mountain Zoo. And the volunteer opportunities are year-long? Yeah, yeah. We do have some volunteers that take breaks um, in the quieter months and then come back for the summer fun, uh, which is really great as well as IRF. But, yep, it's a a year-long commitment, I guess you could say. Uh, But we do have some flexibility in there, too. Which is wonderful. And is there training that goes on? Does there need to be training? Oh, yeah. No, we make sure that all of our volunteers get all of the training they need to be comfortable and successful here at the zoo. Um, Because, you know, we do work with animals, including tigers, and safety is of the utmost importance. So we want to make sure that everybody has all the tools they need to be successful here. Great. And you're mentioning tigers. And and we have the reindeer, which, you know... uh, Uh, we think of as more placid, although we have to be careful because they are wild creatures. But to have the tiger at at the zoo, this is uh, taking care of some of the endangered species. Is that right? Yeah, we have quite a few endangered species represented here at the zoo. Our tigers, our lemurs, um, and those we make sure to really, you know, talk about with people because they're getting to some critical stages out there in the wild. Like I think around 98% of lemur species are critically endangered. So that's something we definitely like to talk about and highlight to make sure that people are aware of that. Well, that is an amazing, shocking fact. Uh, Quite opposite to when you're talking about reindeer and people realizing that they're not just uh, mythical figures. But to think of the lemur population being so endangered, uh, is it just that their habitat has been destroyed? Yeah, habitat destruction definitely plays a part, as well as a couple of other factors. Um, Since all lemurs are native to the island of Madagascar, 
that's the only place that you'll find them naturally out in the wild. So, you know, if one thing happens in that environment, it can affect all the different species. And, of course, we know, for one thing, there have been so many uh, terrible events, the the typhoons, I guess, and the, the tidal waves and such. I think that's had an impact, no doubt. Yeah, I can't say for certain based on my personal knowledge, but environmental factors can definitely play a part. Right. Well, bringing our attention, having this education as to the species that are endangered, and that's a, a 90, being 98% endangered is, I think that, is that the way that you said it, or 98% of the species? Yeah, there's around 96 to 98% of lemur species that are critically endangered. Oh, which is really uh, a gut-wrenching fact to think of this happening in our world and how we we need all of these different aspects of nature to make this a, a, a real thriving planet. Yeah, but the wonderful thing, you know, on that sad fact is that People, you know, coming to the zoo and thinking about these animals, we can go forward and help make a better world for them and make sure that we're conserving their habitats and different things like that. So that's why we're incredibly grateful to all the guests that we have come through here and come to our mini lectures and learn about these animals, because that really makes a difference for all animals out in the wild um, from, you know, animals that aren't even vulnerable to animals that are endangered. Absolutely. Yes. And you know, you t- you mentioned that there are the educational programs that do go out to the schools. So I know that needed to be somewhat stopped for a period of time, but, but you're back on track with taking these programs to the schools again. Yeah, we are able to go out to schools and do our outreaches. We're also able to do virtual outreaches for some places that are a little more distant, uh, which is really great because we still get to have those interactions no matter where people are at in the country. Uh, we also have our Zoo to You program, which we've had on our YouTube channel that we used uh, through the pandemic to help keep spreading the word about animals and, you know, talk about our animals here at the zoo, even when people couldn't come to visit. But luckily, like you said, now we are able to go out in full force and go to the schools and hang out with the kids and talk to them about the animals and teach them about how wonderful they are. And I would expect you probably had that opportunity. Yeah, yeah. I've gotten to go out to quite a few schools, which is always a really great time. Does anything come to mind from one of the those visits as to uh, how the kids reacted to your presence and what you shared? Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. So we've gotten to go to a couple of different spots, but I went to a school in particular, and they had um, we had brought Vito, our Argentinian black and white tegu, as an ambassador animal. And just getting to watch kids' eyes light up as they saw Vito there in person and got to learn about him and reptiles and the way they interact with their environment and the roles that they play, it was really a lot of fun. (laughs) Oh, and I bet that just has to make your heart soar and make you just very excited. Oh, yeah. Every time I have kids, you know, especially the ones that are a little more tentative, a little more unsure. And then by the time we're leaving, they're absolutely in love with this reptile that they never thought that they could like or different things like that. It's really fun to watch that growth. Yes. No kidding. Well, wonderful. Well, as time runs out, we want to make sure that our 
big focus of talking this morning about the Issaquah Reindeer Festival gets mentioned again. And of course, that's happening all through December. All through December, yes. We're open uh, Monday through Sunday, which usually we're not. But for December, we are. And then we're 10.30 to 4.30 for guests to come in and enjoy all the holiday fun. And good idea to make those reservations for tickets online. And that can be done by... Going to cougarmountainzoo.org and following that pop-up that will take you right to our scheduling page for ticket purchasing for the Square Ranger Festival. Right. Oh, well, this has really been super fun to be able to get this word out, not just about the Reindeer Festival, but the whole big picture of Cougar Mountain Zoo, its incredible importance in our community, and the fact that we're so lucky that it's so accessible. It's right here. So uh, we need to take advantage of this opportunity. And Kyla Kane, I am just so grateful to you for taking time to really open this up more for us. Yeah, thank you so much for having me, Kate. It was an absolute delight to get to chat with you here today and talk about the zoo that I love so much and, you know, spread the word about our Issaquah Reindeer Festival, which is a really fun time to check out during the holiday season. Yes. So we're saying, come on, you're invited, get there. Come on over, the reindeer are waiting.